Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation. They say this is a big rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter. Red Apple Podcast Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sundays 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. He's facing bribery charges and calls for more than half of his Senate Democratic colleagues to resign. But New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez says he's not going anywhere. This is my podcast. Let's go. Senator, can we have a few words with you, sir? Can you stop and speak? Are you a bad, sir? Menendez and his wife also indicted left federal court in Manhattan, the Southern District of New York, without commenting, surrounded by reporters. But days earlier, it took Menendez less than a New York minute to pull the Latino card after he was charged with taking gold, cash, and a Mercedes-Benz in return for political favors. For 30 years, I have withdrawn thousands of dollars in cash from my personal savings account, which I have kept for emergencies and because of the history of my family facing confiscation in Cuba. Now, this may seem old-fashioned, but these were monies drawn from my personal savings account based on the income that I have lawfully derived over those 30 years. I look forward to addressing other issues at trial. And there was more from Senator Menendez. I understand how deeply concerning this can be. However, the allegations leveled against me are just that, allegations. A cornerstone of the foundation of American democracy and our justice system is the principle that all people are presumed innocent until proven guilty. All people. I ask for nothing more and deserve nothing less. The court of public opinion is no substitute for our revered justice system. We cannot set aside the presumption of innocence for political expediency when the harm is irrevocable. To those who have rushed to judgment, you have done so based on a limited set of facts framed by the prosecution to be as salacious as possible. Remember, prosecutors get it wrong sometimes. Sadly, I know that. Instead of waiting for all the facts to be presented, others have rushed to judgment because they see a political opportunity for themselves or those around them. Democrats have reason to worry. They are concerned that if Menendez runs for re-election, he could jeopardize a once-safe seat 
in a blue state at a time when their party is already facing a difficult map to keep their narrow majority in 2024. Menendez is already facing a primary challenge from Representative Andy Kim. This all takes me back down memory lane when Senator Menendez, during his first corruption trial, which ended in a hung jury, Menendez and I spent a lot of time together in that first trial. And when he came out after the jury was deadlocked, here is what he said to the press corps regarding me. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind. Where's Dominic? I don't see him. Dominic? I believe you showed others what a professional press is all about and why that freedom is so important to our society. Okay, let's keep in mind, innocent until proven guilty, even though the Southern District of New York is no joke. When they come with indictment, they come correct and they come hard. One of the jurors from that first trial that was held at the federal courthouse in Newark, New Jersey, also sat down with me. Her name, Evelyn Arroyo Moltsby. She was juror number eight. She sat through the entire trial and was dismissed at the end due to prior vacation plans. You feel not guilty? Not guilty on all the counts. Why? Because they, the government didn't show me enough facts. You told us yesterday you believe a hung jury. Do you still feel that way? Yes, I still feel that way. Why? Because there were definitely at least four that were sticking to not guilty. There were four definitely saying not guilty. I don't think they're going to change their mind. They felt the same. They felt just like me. They were standing their ground. Other jurors were standing their ground. Evelyn Arroyo Moltsby, juror number eight, commented further. Count 18. You all voted to convict Senator Menendez. But then, a day later, you changed your mind. They started swaying me and making me believe that no matter what, he was still supposed to put it down. So then I changed my mind and I did. So all of you voted for a conviction on count number 18? Yes. Then when I got home and I started thinking about it and then I started praying on it, I, fe I felt God talking to me saying, Evelyn, if you had doubt, remember the word, unreasonable doubt. If you had doubt, you weren't supposed to say he was guilty. So I went back into the room and then I explained to them. So you changed your mind? I changed my mind. And then when I gave them my reason why, when I told the, you know, them the reason why I felt that way, and I gave them different reasons and how I felt it, then the others felt the same way, said, oh, that's a really good reason. And then some people changed their mind. You have said to the remaining jurors, do the right thing. What does that mean? What that means is to make sure that when we were talking about doubt 
and you're not sure and you doubt, then I don't think you should say, lock him up. Say he guilty. Because if you're not sure, you should always say no. So that's how I felt about that. Meanwhile, some of you that have reached out to me say more may be at play here. This is Judith in Brooklyn. Dominic, um, yeah, Menendez. So, yeah, he's innocent until proven guilty, right? But I heard that Biden did not like Menendez at all because Menendez was against the Iran deal before and now. So it could be that they're kind of picking on Menendez and this DOJ, Mr. Big Shot, what's his name? Sanctimonious uh, Merrick Garland. He could do no wrong. Did you see him the other day for seven hours? Um, it's interesting he came out doing this now because he wants to show, oh, I'm doing my job. Look at this. I'm, 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 I'm going after a Democrat. And staying in Brooklyn, caller Robert sums up the Menendez case this way. You know, in terms of uh, Menendez, um, you know, in general, uh, as of late, given the horrific treatment of the January 6th people and Rudy Giuliani and Donald Trump, I'm very skeptical about the judicial system and the Department of Justice. And so in the case of Bob Menendez in particular, um, I believe this is the second time he was charged. And both cases, one was during the Obama regime and now during Biden, it came after he criticized the executive, Obama or Biden, for how they gave money the way they gave money to Iran. And, you know, I think Menendez is a very scary thing because once you, and I have, even though I'm very pro-Trump, but I don't want anyone to be unfairly treated by the judicial system, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. You shouldn't target people because of their point of view. And he expressed a point of view, you know, in opposition about Iran, the money going there. And it's, what happens is that people now are scared to speak out. So, you know, you wonder, you have all these politicians, it seems like they're not doing anything, let's say, for example, about immigration. And you're wondering if they're scared they're going to be targeted by the DOJ or the IRS. Well, I, I hear you, Robert. But uh, when you have uh, four to $500,000 uh, under your bed and, and stuffed in the pockets, I know he said it's based on uh, the regime where his family came from in Cuba and so on. But but it's a, that's a tough uh, pill to uh, to swallow and also the gold bars and the Mercedes and it's, it's I, Robert, I, I hear you that politically the administration's his fellow, fellow Democrats uh, may have, may have uh, not been in his corner, but it, and then the fact that this is the second time, the second time, the second go around. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. So you're telling me you believe he's innocent. Is that what you're telling me? Well, I'm very skeptical now when I hear charges being made against people. Well, thank you, Robert. We will see how this all plays out. Senator Bob Menendez, round number two. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you, folks, for joining us. If you are interested in my remarkable book on my life titled No Mama's Boy or even the Dominic Carter bobblehead doll, go to my website, all one word, DominicCarterOnline.com. DominicCarterOnline.com. If you order the book at my website, rather 
than Amazon, I can personally sign it for you. You can catch me on 77 WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store from Dominic Carter t-shirts to hats and much more. Go to WABCRadioStore.com. Also follow me on YouTube where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show. YouTube.com forward slash Dominic Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC. I gotta make it. Dominic Carter Socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.